Aloha. Welcome back to the Infinite Cup Podcast. I am your host, Robert Brennan. Now, Scarlett comes on the show today. We talk about everything about how to connect to your star seed family, how to really increase your consciousness with plant medicine, these yogic techniques, getting in tune with psychic abilities. She shares her story of profound awakening, getting in tune with what it really means to be a star seed. This woman is living the life. So awesome to just to connect with somebody, um, a like-minded 5D soul, and just bringing this amazing light and love into the 3D world. That's what this is all about. We really had a good time. And I want to really extend this offer to all of you to take advantage of everything over at theinfinitecup.com. The reason why I've been taking this stuff, plant medicines, CBD, Shilaji, Ormus. I mean, I talk all about this stuff for a reason. So it's just cool to connect with another person. Make sure you go to theinfinitecup.com. Check out her stuff as well if you're interested. All of the links are available right here in the description of this video. Without any further ado, let's just get right into it, everybody. You're going to love this one. Okay. We're good. All right. Well, awesome. Thanks again, Scarlett, for coming on the show. I appreciate your time. Let's just give a little introduction for everybody who hasn't um, heard about you or all the amazing things that you're doing. Just uh, give a brief summary and what you're all about. Hey, thanks, Robert. Um, nice to be here. A brief summary. I would say that primarily I'm a starseed, which means visionary, inventor, multidimensional reality creator. And um, what I put out stems from that foundation. So I have a herbal alchemical company where I offer different CBD mixed with herbs, solo herbs. Um, and then I have a cannabis vape line with cannabis mixed with Ayurvedic medicine. And then I go into psilocybin for different um, medicine in that realm. Everything awesome. based from the multidimensional perspective of there's more than meets the eye kind of a vibe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Big time. Big time. Yeah. I was just checking out your site earlier and you have some great formulas, especially with the white fox and the, the vape line that you're doing. It's just cool to see someone conscious putting in different herbs and getting out of the spectrum of just CBD and THC and things like that. Although it's all great medicine, I'm just saying there's so much more out there, right? That people just haven't really discovered yet. So it's just cool to see this finally in a format, you know, that's just so convenient for everybody to be able to have access to. Yeah. Thanks for seeing that. It's been a journey and I definitely am it took a while for people to listen to me. I think I was like two years <laughs> ahead of my time and I had like yeah. all of these great ideas and I put them to the market and people were like, what are you doing? Like, what's the THC level? And I'm like, oh shit. Like they're not even seeing <laughs> <seeing> me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, it definitely um, takes some time for people to catch up, but you're, you're definitely yeah. doing it. So I just want to commend you for that first before we get into other things. I just want to ask you real quick. So why why, um, the, like, is it just the psilocybin or taste? Like, what was the thing that you like resonated with the most? Is it something you just wanted to share with other people? Cause that's what like did it for you or like, what was the exact intention behind it? Um, so it stems from my childhood. I was born knowing I was a star seed and I had different psychic abilities. So my world was so different than everyone else's world around me. And I really got made fun of for being weird. So I had this a lot of self-consciousness around relating to other humans, which I'm still, you know, gladly working on. But my, my heart really drew me close to animals and plants. And so I was communicating with them on speaking to plants and they were speaking to me. And 
um, long-term friends, like to where I, I would pot a lavender and she would be by my bed. I might take her to school one day. Like to me, I was legitimately having a very fulfilling friendship and it was just different looking than other kids. And then as I got older, um, the, the amount of reverence I had for that began to grow in a more mature way. And so I feel like I'm just, <laughs> I really work on relating to humans and that's like my, my soul work. And then the other world that I'm sharing with people is just my innate, this is how I see it. And when I make formulas for white Fox, I'm not making formulas. Like the plants are telling me what the collective conscious needs in terms of balance and how they can add a geometric alchemy to create that. And will I 3d it for them? And so yep. my interaction with them is like, yeah, so, so I'm working with them. You know, I never went to herbalism school. Um, I never studied anything. They're telling me everything to do. And I feel like I just get to have this world open to me where I don't really use Google. Google is so one dimensional. When you start getting messages from divine sources, you realize how easy it is. Number one, I think people have this concept that you have to be special or it's training. and It's not, it's yeah. really just play and trust. And everyone is getting bombarded with all of these messages all the time. I tell my, my clients, like, just ask yourself, what, <laughs> are you afraid to be that silly and believe that that's the message you're getting? Cause plants are silly as hell. You know, <laughs> like, <laughs> they're not going to talk in some professional way. <laughs> no, no, no. I love how you describe that too. Cause I agree wholeheartedly. It's something that I think we all have and it just comes back down to programming. Right. And that mm -hmm. programming that we got kind of erased all of that. And it's like that good old saying, if you don't use it, you lose it. Right. And that connection with the higher self, with these, you know, alternate dimensions, because we're multidimensional. Right. And this, this thing that we're just bound to one dimension is, is not what the true, you know, reality is. And it's kind of, <laughs> um, something that takes, I don't push it on anybody or anything. It's just, I know eventually via the evolution of the soul that people are going to escape that veil eventually. Maybe not in this lifetime. If it takes the next lifetime, that's cool too. I just know, you know, when people are ready for it, they're ready for it. And it's, uh, it's exciting to watch it blossom. And then the way you were describing the herbs and having that connection is just amazing because I feel like that's our true, like, right as a human you know and so many people just don't have access to that so um yeah. if you were if you were to give anybody to you know a tip or anything how can they access that you know to connect with their guides to get beyond just this physical you know 3d world that we live in yeah i love how you're you're talking and sharing your reality with me because you're making me so happy i feel like you can <laughs> really see me <laughs> oh yeah oh yeah I um, can see <laughs> that's a really cool feeling so thank you for that and um, my one tip I would say is go outside and trees are a significant type of force that really can communicate in a much louder fashion than like a lavender. Yeah. So I would say like a tree and if it's really old, you might even get a lower octave of a voice. I don't know, <laughs> but a really old tree is a great place to start and to sit with it. And then my practice is like, I bring all the cells of my body and all the particles of my essence into the present moment. And in that moment, everything's available. So the more that I am focusing on what does the air feel like on my skin? Um, what does it smell like? what what are my feet feel like barefoot on the soil and i just kind of go through body scan and and through that my consciousness begins to get fully present to this 3d existence and somehow that's a portal that's a portal to all of these ancient downloads so my process has been like 
I'm constantly training myself to go as slow as possible and to really milk um, each little exciting droplet of recognition out of each second, which also has this turbo power for transmissions and gets you into kind of like a trance-like state, I find. Mm -hmm. And it makes you feel like a two-year-old, maybe two, I don't know, three or four-year-old that's just getting ice cream for the first time. It's like, could this be any better? Like, I don't know if this (laughs) feeling could be any better. (laughs) (laughs) I know exactly what you mean. And it's looking back in my past, it's how many times that I was, I I have a similar background as yours, very, you know, since childhood, having all of these things, puberty kind of shifted it a little bit and I had to bring it back after that but anyways something looking back in my past all of those things i was brought to at a very young child always resonated with trees always brought to these older trees and traveling up to northern california i even lived like in a tree doing some tree sitting with earth first protecting you know the ancient humble up there like it's just amazing right that connection that we have with nature and how we can get past that what you're describing with that technique is literally a ancient uh, yogic technique for mindfulness meditation i love how it doesn't matter what background anybody has or anything. We're all kind of doing the same thing with a different technique, right? Mm-hmm. And then it comes down to like the label that you put on it. Like I would call that meditation, right? As a label. And then yeah. it's a, it doesn't have to be this closed eye, you know, sit down type of meditation. It's just that's the way that you've done this intuitively in order to access that state. And I think everybody has that own process when they really make it personal. You know, that's really what it takes is making it personal. And like you said, not being afraid to get into that silly, playful energy and drop all of those labels and identify, identifying with that personality that we built up in our mind for so long, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. That's a trip. Yeah. I feel yeah. like I learned that technique through healing trauma. Cause I, I started studying like where the emotions were in my body and what they, what, what type of um, presence they needed to transmute And so through doing that, I realized like, whoa, I'm also upgrading my psychic abilities when I do that with my emotional um, alchemy. So I started applying it, like you said, to trees. And I was like, this totally, this is a total booster to my old gifts. Yeah. So then I just was like, I'm going to keep practicing that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, definitely. I like how you described it too, as far as getting slower. And I really just want to emphasize that because I feel like we live in a very high paced world where it's like, get it done in this hustle kind of culture, you know? And in fact, everything that I've done, my experience is actually when I do the opposite, that's when I'm getting the results. When I carve the time for deeper meditative states or going into nature, really taking that seclusion and getting that intimacy. Like when you really carve out that time and getting away from the distractions from your phone or your responsibilities of the regular life, you know, that's really what it takes. And I'm just grateful that I, I've done that in my past and I still do that now. You know, I definitely have that as a higher priority than what I say most people have. So it's really just a priority shift, right? That kind of happens when you go through this awakening process and it's like, okay, nature needs to go way up on that pedestal <laughs> compared to where it was before. Right. Yeah. 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 Well said. Um, I noticed this is something that I'm just now like witnessing is that when I'm super present, and I'm going as slow as I possibly can, some type of portal opens up where like, because I'm running like three companies, I've written three books, I run a horse ranch. I legitimately have a lot going on. But if you, if you like, if someone were to fly on the wall, my actual day to day, my self-care is like 80% of my existence. And then like 20% of the time I'm, 
I'm interacting with the companies and it's, it's downloads and it's visions that I imbue into the companies. Yeah. And I yep. de I delegate, you know, for, for the job to be accomplished. And then it does, it does. But the, the slower I go, the more is that's getting done. And I feel like it's some type of you, I, I'm like releasing myself from the sense of time. Cause that's a falsified brainwashing technique from the time bender crew that is actually done now so great but i think <laughs> we can like transfer in i'm just talking random because i'm not fully i haven't fully understood all of it but i've seen bits and pieces and what it feels like is that the time part of our brainwashing is gone when we go really slow authentically and then somehow the amount that gets put out into the world multiplies exponentially and i can't yeah. say anything other than that's what i'm witnessing yeah i can i can agree and test to that it's something that you have like i said it's more so programming i think it's happening on the con the collective conscious level and then the individual conscious right meaning mm -hmm. some people are individually awakening to that level of awareness or, or consciousness on their own and then we're reaching these peaks or plateaus as like a whole as like a race a human race you know so it's yeah. kind of it's the answer is like both you know it's yeah. individual and then we experience it as the masses it's like that hundredth monkey theory right it's right. something that we're all doing together and it's exciting right and you can mm -hmm. see the if you look back the oppression and the matrix controlling everything it's getting to the point where the access to this information is out there now and that's why people are waking up so quickly right so it's exciting it's very exciting yeah. in that sense of people really doing the work yeah it that's that's what i've been saying i had this like lightning bolt hit me where it was like okay the matrix is gone and then i wanted to take a megaphone and be like people you must shape the future you must think yeah. only positive thoughts because we yeah. the, the only the only negative hell that's going on is living inside the consciousness of people that aren't willing to let go of the pattern exactly. yet but if you're exactly. willing to let go of the pattern and step into your creator mode then we have free reign of an entire light that we can shape yeah. into whatever we want Yep. And, and when I realized that I just started posting that all over my IG and I was like, you guys, you guys have a responsibility and you get off yep. that social media and you get off wherever you're getting streamed about news because the news is a 3D paradigm. Yeah. It's great to get information because we do live in this world. But if you're not able to be creating your own light future while you tap in, then you can't tap yeah. in yet. Like yep. master that. So I know that that can sound intense, but I feel passionate about it. And I think no, I agree. take it seriously. Like. If yep. you're a light worker, take that seriously. Focus your brain only on the new world. Like make that commitment, mm -hmm. make an oath, write it down, put it on your altar, yep. be the soldier of the new world and stop letting these fucking little spider rats come in and take your attention away because it yep. just shows you like, when you let your attention get taken away, it's just a part of you that forgot how powerful you were. That's the only thing occurring in that one moment can't say anything else other than that that's the foundation so i really want people to you know man and woman up whatever you're going to say about that and make yeah. the oath and commit and we're the we're the future builders do it do it i did the same thing i'm living it i'm doing it right now mm -hmm. i have that same you know calling that same i like earlier how you worded it with it with your vision right and i think that's the difference between the programming that we got which is like doing what you're told mm -hmm. versus living at your vision because that word vision right is something beyond your mind right beyond thoughts beyond form right mm -hmm. and you have to put yourself in that that state that meditative state where you're not doing that where you're not tapped into 3d to access beyond 3d 
to get that really good stuff and bring it back down here and share it with planet earth you know that's how i look at all of this and uh i got really excited when you were describing the megaphone thing because that's the exact thing that why i created the infinite cup why i created all of this same thing same exact thing because we have to start using that voice i was the you know yogi and the Himalayas guy just meditating all day and that was only serving me right so you have to really get this out there and tell people and do exactly what you said as far as create it yourself that's yeah. something I say almost every day. It's like, you have to create the change, right? No more, you know, waiting for some politician or your parents right. or your significant other or your soulmate, whatever. It doesn't matter. You have to do this for yourself and yeah. really act out that vision. Otherwise, nobody's going to do it for you, right? Yeah, totally. We're yeah. either regurgitating what's been or we're shaping light for the future. Yeah. Yeah, it's exactly. so cool. I feel like I could be like, um, like a spirit cheerleader that's just always cheering for the light. And I have like pom poms. Like I just yeah. feel so much spirit running through me right now. Mm -hmm. It's awesome. And, the, and that's what you're doing. You're bringing it out to the world with all these beautiful medicines and everything. That's awesome. I mean, that's something that's why I see everybody. That's how I see the future with everybody doing this and getting away from these bigger, you know, corporations and these bigger Hollywood ideas and the news and all of that, you know, that whole world is, is gone in my, my belief system. And this, what you're doing and what other people are doing on the individual smaller scale, that's the future, right? Yeah. These smaller communities, these smaller things, getting away from monocrops and GMOs and blah, 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 and just doing what's right. Well, we all used to do a hundred years ago and it's very <laughs> simple. It's just, we have to just, you know, I call it the American experiment. That's what I call it. Like this whole thing that we've done, right. It was the American experiment and it obviously failed, right. It like did. they tried and they really got some people and that's, you know, unfortunate. However, it failed and they, they yeah. know it. And that's why they're just trying desperately to do whatever they can to get those sheep back in the corral, you know, mm -hmm. <laughs> that's it. Yeah. It's pretty intense. There's been a vibe of, um, I, I launched this like lifestyle brand movement called Naked Starseed where I'm making little videos and telling people exactly how I see a situation that might look super 3D to someone, but I'll yeah. unveil and be like, this is what I see. That might be what you see. So I just want them to have a, a livable working perspective of what does living multidimensional mean? Yeah. And I think a big part of the process of what you just spoke to is convenience de-evolves you. Like, let's just get to the whole mental framework that Amazon has enslaved so many apocalyptic zombies. And if you think that you have to get what you want when you want it, you are so far from the truth of your <laughs> highest self. And, and that's, that's all I want to say about it is like, do you want yeah. to be really far from the truth of your higher self? Or do you want to play what someone implanted in your brain to, to get you to buy shit from them? Exactly. So let's not make everything super convenient. Let's let meals take a while to prepare. Let's let yeah. floors take a long time to clean on your hands and knees. There's a reason why there's karma yoga. There's a reason why these things aren't just meant to be secluded into retreat zones. This is lifestyle. This is life. So um, I think that taking conveniences out of people's life, but not even looking at it like that, adding opportunities to be present with a process that's a journey instead of a serotonin depletion lie. Yep. I agree. I agree. <laughs> I agree completely. And I, I always blame environment because I don't, I never blame the individual because it's all just a product of our environment. And it's mm -hmm. so convenient. All of those things you said are so true because that convenience is, is creating that enslavement and we're doing it to ourselves. That's the yeah. beauty of the power that they've created Jeff Bezos, whoever, doesn't matter. 
what matters is we're giving it into it. Like I stopped blaming those people and giving into conspiracies and blah, blah, because we're, we're doing it right. Like you don't have to point the finger at Bill Gates or whoever, like we're doing it. You know, you're, you're walking, you're the sheep going in the crowd by yourself. Right. So Mm -hmm. it's like, don't blame anybody else. Don't, you can't blame the shepherd. He's just doing his job. You know? So uh, at the end of the day, that's what I, that's the analogy that I get because that's what we're doing. Once you become the shepherd yourself, that's when it changes. That's when you see through the veil. That's when you go, aha, Oh my God, of course, GMOs, chemtrails, whatever you want to just talk about has been there this whole time. And most people don't even know about it, or they're just doing the tinfoil hat thing and just, you know, pretending yeah. it's not there. So <laughs> I, I have a testament to that. And it took me, you know, honestly, years to, to wrap my mind around that. And now, I mean, I'm living here off grid and, and isolated out here in Hawaii and doing that on purpose to create that environment for myself to thrive. And that's, right because I know everything that you just said with the effect of our dopamine and our serotonin. The cool part is we're not just some hippie starseed thing. It's like now the science is backing all this stuff up, right? <laughs> yeah. That's what, that's why I love this with the American experiment analogy, because they're literally experimenting. All this stuff is new, right? Even technology, mm-hmm. Amazon, whatever. Our brains are just not able to literally handle that level of convenience. And we are killing ourselves. For example, yeah. the average human attention span is going down to less than seven seconds right now in 2021, right? It used to be 15 seconds just 10 years ago. So think about how quickly we're literally, you know, not even able to think like literally (laughs) because we're so (laughs) depleted of ourselves. Like it's, it's just profound to me. And I study this stuff because I want to do the opposite, right? I want to insurge this, you know, the spirit or this heart centered thing instead of getting out of, out of the mind. That's how I view this. Totally. Yeah. And we have all the power. And yeah. so it's, there's a, um, a consciousness technology that I started studying because I'm always looking at miracle healings is such a bullshit term. It's basically <laughs> like when you're in your highest vibrational state aligned with a high consciousness awareness everything is going to resonate at that vibration and at that vibration disease and all these other belief patterns don't exist. So it's really just a fundamental quantum reality, understanding, not a miracle healing. And I always knew science in the Western medical fields was bullshit. Ever since I was like three, my dad took me to the doctor once and the doctor never made eye contact with me. And I knew at that age, I was like, does anyone else see the bullshit? Like he's supposed to be a yeah. caregiver, caregiver. Yeah. <laughs> what are you guys doing? It's all alive. <laughs> so I study quantum physics and quantum realities. And I realize like there is a strong, um, there's a strong desire for a lot of people in the lightwork community to see these med beds come out and to see these yeah. different technologies come out that um, heal them. And that can happen, of course, and that's beautiful. And you are the med bed healing technology. It's already built inside of you. So yeah. to me, the whole med bed thing has become another uh, a power toss. And oh, so yeah. when I study like consciousness technology, it's really about me getting my vibration into a reality where no disease can exist. And that's how I'm looking at health and healing now, which greatly molds how I'm sharing white Fox and all my other medicines. But um, I think new technologies are going to come in to give people that felt perception of Christ consciousness. But at the end of the day, we still all need to flex that muscle of training ourselves and retraining our focus because of what you said. Big time. um, 
Stop yeah, I agree. These many apps. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's uh, it's so true, and that's the convenience that's you know killing us all slowly, definitely. And it's it's a balance. You know, I was against technology and against everything, and just ran away to Alaska for many years. And I'm very thankful I did that, and it's wonderful. However, I realize now we have to use it for this consciousness, like what you're doing, what we're doing, right? And it's something that comes back down to balance, right? At the end of the day, mm -hmm. and it's so cool to see these tools be available for people to produce higher consciousness exactly what you're describing i'm into it too i just call it light tools right whether you're yeah. into crystals or or anything sacred geometry getting into plant medicine whatever these are just light tools that are aiding to your light body right and when you activate that light body that's where there's no disease and most people just honestly don't have an activated light body right it's very yeah. depleted you know because we're just so toxic very very toxic especially mm -hmm. in our american uh society you know so um let's talk about that a little bit let's just talk about some of these light tools and these things because i know people would love to you know hear about it for me um i see that as the future definitely just what you're describing with the hospitals and things and that western medical system is in my opinion already gone you know gone, it's just yeah. a matter of people finding that new solution you know mm -hmm. that's really what i see it it's just a matter of time before everybody finds it and then that becomes the the critical mass and the new normal yeah 100 percent Mm -hmm. Yeah, I um, and it's a process not leaning yeah. on hospitals and doctors. It's a process we've been doing it our whole lives. So I think even for me, that's so surrounded by natural medicine. I have horses and I have this baby and this baby um, got scared and I was just so relaxed and chill sitting on the ground playing with her. And then all of a sudden she got scared and they're flight animals. So she ran over my leg and she trampled my leg and mm -hmm. it was like, okay, this I, this could be, this could be a hospital thing. I don't know. So I dragged myself to my house and I ate like eight pills of turmeric. I drank like a hundred milligrams of THC back with a hundred milligrams of CBD. Um, I, I got a thing of ice right away and I laid down and then I had a fat joint filled with hash and I just put my leg up and I iced it and I prayed and I was like, please do not let this be a hospital thing. Because <laughs> I can feel that this is fucking really serious. You know, when yeah. an 800 pound, it's a baby, but it's an 800 pound baby with hooves runs over your shin. And my leg at that point was already like, and I, so I prayed and then it was like an hour and I had to use the restroom and I couldn't walk. And I was like, not a great sign. So I crawled and I called a friend and I got her to bring me a cane. And I was like in the, in the morning, you know, I can't do the toe wiggle I'll go to the doctor, but I prayed and I was St. Germain, Archangel Micro, whoever is out there that wants to work on me tonight. I do not want to use the Western medical facilities. I want to use the light facilities. Will someone yeah. facilitate that? And I went to mm -hmm. sleep and I woke up and I still had to use a cane, but I could walk. And I was like, okay, I, then it's not broken. I don't have to go anywhere. And I just kept doing hot, cold, and I kept taking the turmeric, and I kept taking the CBD and the THC, and I was walking on it fully um, two days later. And then 10 Sorry. days later, I could walk without a limp, and it just slowly progressed. But what I realized was it's just going to take a journey. I can't say anything to anyone other than be prepared for the journey and the pain that I went through my head was saying, go to the fucking hospital, go to the fucking oh, hospital. Yeah. I had to mm -hmm. mentally, like I drank ayahuasca, work with myself and say, sit with the pain, let it fill you, relax into the pain. Don't resist the pain. And I just went through yeah. my own guide 
of mm-hmm. really relax into it and you have to have the strength to relax into it to have the journey with it so yeah yep. that's a good foundation to look at things i think to kind of pull yourself out of i need western medical attention before i actually attend yeah. to the journey myself yeah now i love that story and i've had similar myself and it takes that experience of you cultivating that level of trust honestly that's what this is because mm-hmm. i see it in two different forms one is the power right because we're giving our power away to these doctors and these things just by simply accepting whatever they tell you it takes away your free will right there mm-hmm. and most people don't even get second opinions or anything they just blatantly believe whatever they're told right mm-hmm. so that's an option that's fine i have no judgment but what you're talking about is another option right mm-hmm. which is going within and for me I've done this many times and I can tell several stories of that, but the point is I've been there and that level of trust is necessary because that's you being in tune with the universe or your guides or the angels, whatever label you want to put on that. And that is the solution right there, not this medical system. Right. And yes, medicine is great. Western medicine, all that's fine, has its place, but it just comes back down to balance. Right. And we're obviously misusing it to the point where we are so uh, disabled, just not only to use our own bodily functions. That's how I see it. Um, it's really cool to hear you talk about that. Cause I've done that myself several times. I consider myself pretty hardcore. So that is awesome just to hear another person to go through with that. I've had three of those situations myself, and I've always looked at like, what do animals do in nature? Like if you think about if that happened to a bear or a squirrel or whatever, right, what would it do, right? Right. They would fast, they wouldn't eat, Mm -hmm. they would go in seclusion, they would go somewhere quiet and it's their happy little place, whether it's their den or whatever, were connected and grounded and with nature. And then they would heal themselves, right? With whatever prayer, meditation, connection, whatever that is, right? And I knew that and I've seen that before. So that's exactly what I did. Yes, it's freaking unbearably like I I wouldn't (laughs) wish that pain on anybody and your ego your lower self is going to tell you to panic and go you know get for help but if you can really work through that and you have enough meditation enough you know courage basically to go through it I guarantee you that's much better than going to the western route so I know it's difficult and honestly I'm I'm at the point where even if you died in that situation that's great that's cool because (laughs) that's what's meant to be you see Mm -hmm. and this is the whole thing we live in such a fear-based world where it's like in fact, what you're afraid of is what you're manifesting because your attention is on it so much. <laughs> you see? So that's all I see with it. You know, in fact, if yeah. you can just put yourself in a place where you can just be right, then you're going to heal. So yeah. um, that self-healing mechanism is in everybody. It's just, it hasn't really been activated, you know, like I said, because of all the toxins and just our normal American lifestyle doesn't really produce spirituality because of the environment, you know? Yeah. 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 There's, um, Thanks for mentioning the trust thing. Cause that really was cool for me to be able to see it like that. Yeah. That yeah. felt really good. I also felt like such a badass, like five days at post trample because yeah. I allowed myself to have the journey. I felt like such a badass. Like my spirit yeah. was so big and I was like, I'm a yep. fucking warrior yep. spirit. Like, <laughs> and to be able to have that type of blood pumping through you and have that knowing of your abilities, yeah. that's priceless. Yep. That's priceless. So you know, that's take, empowerment. That's empowerment. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. what we're here to flex. Like, mm-hmm. cause there is no death. If I cross into more of a light body form, that's basically all that happened. That's it. Cool. It's exactly. Yeah. It's like, that. I tell that saying is like, if it, what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. And if it does kill you, you still get stronger. See, that's the thing. <laughs> that's it. Right. Cause 
that's what I'm saying. Even if you transition yeah. or whatever, it's like you're still stronger you're than still because stronger. of that thing, right? So it's not like you're <laughs> less of a person, right? So yeah. I, I just, I get excited when you say that because I've been through three of those. One of them was a really uh, horrible tooth infection that went systemic all the way to my brain. And I, you should have seen my face. My whole face was swollen. I oh. couldn't walk around. It was actually the very first time I flew here to Hawaii where it happened. And it was, Pele, the, the energy here, uh, you know, as you know, there's, you know, any energy meridians and different, you know, there's a reason why people go to Sedona and Hawaii and these different places, right? It really, you know, activates you. And this is what my first activation was, came in the form of a very, very horrible uh, tooth infection. And for me, my limit is seven days, like I'll go through it. And after seven days, like I was, you know, completely fasting, bedridden, couldn't move, couldn't do it. after seven days, that's when I start to panic a little bit, right? Yeah. So with this one, I hit 14 days. And I was like, really getting to that place where I was like, okay, I, I just want to see mom because I think this uh, might be it, you know? Uh, and that is what I had to do. And as soon as I saw mom, I was healed. Like that was it. Uh, you see? So it's, um, that was just one of, I don't want to bore people with these stories, but I've got Giardia in 2010, a very similar situation. And like I said, I just retreat into nature. And yeah. it's funny because when I read scripture, it doesn't matter. It's the Bible, whatever people are into, they're all telling you to do this stuff. You know? <laughs> I know. I know. Like, it's crazy to me how um, misinterpreted all these things are because mm -hmm. it's like, when you say the word prayer, everybody has a different thing of what that is in their head. Right. Yeah. And for me, it's like pure solitude before the sun is even up. You're out there in nature. There's not a sound anywhere. And the only thing you hear is that omnipresence, which is the universe itself. And once you have that connection, oh my God, you, you, you just can't go back to whatever you were doing before. You can't, you know? you can't no. unsee that. No, you just can't. And I, when that, when that happened to me, I knew that was like what we're supposed to do. Like that's what human life is like supposed to be. Because that's what I tell people. I was like, do you really think that you're supposed to be living like this? You know, all, yeah. you're complaining all the time. It's yeah. like straight up slavery, you know, to ourselves, you know, not yeah. even like there's some master out there. I know just yourself, you're enslaving yourself, right? And only you can free your mind. And that's obviously something that we've been through. And now we just want to share it with everybody. You know, that's it. It's true. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's funny to share right now, too, because I think there's such a there's there's definitely two worlds coexisting in the same earth right now. Oh, yeah. And I've had some shares where I'm looking around and I'm like, well, I'm getting such a reflection of how out there I am right now. Like I'm getting <laughs> I'm getting shown like where I am in relation to yeah. this particular energy and then i kind of witness it and i'm like holy shit we are so far apart on the <laughs> spectrum of relating yeah not and, and i don't really care one way or the other but i'm blown away by how interesting it is to i'm still processing the contrast i think it's vast oh yeah oh it's vast and that's why I mean, people, even that word dimension, right? You could be in completely different dimensions with people in the same room, right? And that's the thing yeah. people don't, you know, they have to experience that in order to understand it, of course. It's just, it's real, you know? And I can tell you how many times I've been through that. I've, I kind of got over the, the craziness. I just get it so much, I guess, with my hair or the beard or whatever. And I get to the <laughs> point where it's just, I'm so used to what you're describing that yeah. um, that's like my normal, basically. So <laughs> I don't really uh, question it anymore. You know, I just kind of used to it, you, especially my favorite is like the little kid, like the six year old that happens to me every day, almost at like the farmer's market or something like the mom, like tugging on her shirt. Oh, look at that guy. Like, oh, his hair, whatever, like tugging on the <laughs> shirt, you know, and I just wave at the kid and like, I'm trying to like 
send him some psychic message, you know, so his mom doesn't get freaked out, you know. <laughs> <laughs> You're like the rare spectacle of humans. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, uh, like I said, you have to embrace it. That's all. Cause mm -hmm. I, uh, like you, oh my gosh, got made fun of so much every day in elementary school, middle school for all of these things, you know, up until high school where you just basically have to do what you do to fit in, you know? Yeah. So you don't just get freaking pummeled every day. You know, um, I'm the type of person I've never thrown a punch in my whole life. It's, um, it's something that we have to do in order to own that instead of try to be something else. Yeah. So that's kind of how I would describe it to people because I know people out there are feeling it and it's a matter of authenticity. That's what yeah. I call it. Like replace enlightenment, replace whatever you think is mystical and meditative and yeah. whatever, and just practice authenticity. That's yeah. cool. I agree. The authenticity is awesome. Yeah. So it's a, it's a process though, right? And it's something that you have to go through it. And honestly, I would recommend going through it because even though it was terrible and all the horrible things, I still am very grateful for that because that's, you know, what you have to do in order to have that alchemic process to enter the light. So I think it's necessary, um, especially with this, you know, time, the Kali Yuga, this, you know, consciousness on the planet, as you're describing, is not um, very high, right? So there's going to be a lot of turmoil and a lot of chaos happening. <laughs> Big time. it feels like i'm watching a movie like i mm -hmm. feel like i'm in some type of place because my life feels so heaven on earth and and seamless in the sense that i'm facing everything and getting joy from everything my life is not yeah. easy so like yeah. i go through a lot of transformation because i'm focused on that and yes. i am in transition because my i i'm always <coughs> charging towards my dream yeah. and right now my dream is to build my own utopian ranch where it is self-sustaining and i can completely unplug so i'm house shopping and i'm in that transition i forget why i even brought this up that's no, awesome i mean i think we're all on that same point honestly i'm yeah. doing the same thing i i don't want to um i mean correct me if i'm wrong of course it's just everybody on that level is either acting on it or they're just yeah. afraid to not act yeah. on it. Right. So yeah. I, I can, I can confess and I got that vision, oh man, probably 15 years ago and I didn't uh, act on it because it was just too profound and my uh, ego just couldn't handle it. You know yeah. what you want me to do this crazy thing and get out of the city and blah, blah, you know, like I just couldn't handle it. So um, slowly after doing all the yoga and just meditating and doing all the work now, um, not only have I wrapped my head around it, but I'm doing the same thing you're describing. And I think yeah. that's, what all of our guides doesn't matter what star seed what palladian on you know siri doesn't matter what you get into right it's still this light and love moving us out of that dependency from the matrix into self-sufficiency in a way that is completely dependent on you and nobody else that's kind of how i would put it totally i had this dream vision i can share with you that was super cool yeah. um I, I've been wanting this my whole life too. For me, it was more about finances and getting my myself to that place where I could get the land and then yep. finally be there. I had a moment the other day where I was driving and I took a hit and I was kind of just like feeling the hypnosis of driving high. Mm -hmm. And um, I got this download of like, prepare to receive. And when I felt that in my system, I was like, just crying. How, how, how much energy it actually takes to get yourself into a place of receiving it. Yep. And I, yeah. and how much of myself believed I couldn't have it for so long and letting all that go. And that was the crying yep. was letting all those old beliefs go so that it could come in. 
But I had this dream. um, And sometimes during dreams, it's more like a remote viewing is what it feels like. And I like went to this intergalactic meeting of some kind, maybe it was the Galactic Federation, but I wouldn't say I know totally, but that's the vibe it resembled where it was like high powered beings sitting in a council format and they were discussing different light pathways for earth and like negotiating with who's going to help where and kind of um, playing in a very playful way, having a meeting about how to get earth into her next dimensional transition. And they were talking about how like this one council member was in charge of um, sprinkling the seeds of covering the earth's atmosphere in mystery schools or star schools or alchemical schools which I think is like, yeah, we say we're going to build our own utopian society, but what we are doing is we're building a foundation to teach people what we're doing, you know, and to live what we're doing. So we're, in a sense, we're all building our own mini mystery schools right now. And and so like the vision was this council and then this group and they were dropping these star seeds around the planet and those seeds were like going in and And then I would wake up and I was like, oh my God, I already got my seed. I'm so excited to grow my seed, you know, and you're right. Like everyone in our resonance is definitely building and moving towards and all lives change. Like 2020 was my slap in the face where it was like, nope, Scarlett, sell everything in California. Leave everything you know, because you actually have enough money. You just don't have enough money in that state. So mm-hmm. like do it now. And so I moved my whole life to a place where closer to my family, much more affordable out of the, fe- I mean, California got so bombarded with the fear programming. It was intense to be there regardless. So I wanted oh, to I, leave oh, yeah. anyway. Oh yeah. I did the same thing. Honestly, my third eye never has been in so much pain, honestly. And it yeah. was because of that level of fear. I've never felt that level of fear in my entire life that I felt last year. And that pushed me even further to do what I do to, you know, get this light out there, honestly, because of that level of fear. I honestly did. That really showed me how powerful the matrix truly is, honestly. Right? It was something where I knew, obviously we knew it existed and there's that stuff is mm-hmm. out there, but no one really understood the level of control until 2020. So that's something um, that I'm thankful for, you know, obviously the turmoil craziness. Yeah. Like no one's ever experienced. However, that was necessary, right. To kind of push out everything that wasn't serving. And now I completely resonate with you. I did the same thing, got out of California. I spent most of my life there and not to avoid anything. It's, I want to be clear that wasn't, this isn't like an avoiding the fear, like some spiritual bypassing thing. It was, you have to take action now to create the change. Otherwise people aren't going to be able to do it themselves. That's what it is. Totally. And I think that like some spirits are built to work within those environments and still thrive. I am not built to work within an environment that's just being punched in the face with programming and fear. And my whole, my 90% of my community bought the lie. So when all that stuff went down and I'm like, I'm never going to wear a mask and I can't even shop. Like I'm like going through this whole thing. Like I'm not going to do what someone else says I'm going to do. Like, (laughs) what are you guys doing? Like, why are you doing it? (laughs) I didn't get it. But I also felt like I got completely unplugged from my community at the same time because all of a sudden we couldn't relate to each other and it didn't matter what history we had. I was the person that was hurting others and they were the righteous ones. And I was like, we can't communicate in that space. 
Uh, it just needs to be set down and I want to walk away. I don't, I want to fly. I don't want to fight conflict. There's no, there's no reason to engage unless you want to have that lesson. No, no, you can go yeah. to a utopian society. Now we were programmed to think that karma had the cycle. Karma is yep. done cycling. If you say it's done cycling. Yeah. So like to be in a perpetual state of healing and therapy, at some point you put your foot down and you just live your truth, you know, exactly. and then exactly. through that truth, you get cleansed constantly. Yep. Exactly. Spot on. And I, I'm really big on conscious language and like even the word healing, right? I think about this, even the word healing emotes that there's something to heal, right? Mm -hmm. So let's just get rid of that altogether, right? You yeah. don't even need to heal. There's nothing to heal, bro. Like there's, why do you need healing? You know yeah. what I mean? Like if you just, I don't want to say remove that word altogether. I'm just saying it's very, especially in the spiritual community of light workers and stuff. It's like, oh, healing and chakras and so all that stuff is great. However, if we keep emphasizing that, then you're just like creating it instead yeah. of like you're Same. saying just, just like for me, like we were born with that abundance. You were born with all of these abilities, right? It's just, it got programmed out of us, you know? So yeah. you have to do what you have to do to remember. That's like the word I use, right? Cause it's a remembering process. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Remember or level up one of the two. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Kind of the same it happens. thing, but yeah. different ways same thing. It. I like the, I just like the word remember because it's, it, it invokes like for me, when I feel that it's something where it's like, I, I don't have to try. Right. Like it's something yeah. I feel like people are in this constant state of like trying something new and doing this new thing. And, but like, no, you don't have to reinvent the wheel at all. Like <laughs> someone's already done it for you. Some yogi, some guru, some shaman, whatever, they've already figured it out, you know? So yeah. why do we have to try to go figure it out on our own? No, just do what they did. And then you're good. You know, the problem is we're just in our heads say, Oh, that's not going to work. Or this isn't going to work or blah, blah, blah. Even though you haven't even tried the thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you, know? you know, I do, um, I do star seed coaching and I do readings for people. And the cool thing about what comes through is that whatever that person needs, they show me like they'll project it. They'll be like, Oh, I'm struggling yeah. with this, or this is challenging for me. And they'll project the solution. And I'll be like, why don't you try this? And so I'm not yep. pulling anything from some other enlightened being. I'm literally pulling something from themselves and they're like, Oh my God, that's perfect. And I'm like, well, you thought of it. Like, you thought of it. There's just a part of your antenna that's not connected right now, but like, yeah. that's all you, all yeah. you. And the profound effect it has when, instead of just like quoting Rumi or like giving them something like that, when it comes from them, it, it almost like reattaches this relationship to their own power and yep. it increases the remembrance exponentially. Yeah, you know? I agree completely. And I do the same exact thing, same exact, because that's, that's the true sustainable route, right? Otherwise you're, you know, taking their free will and just, they're just doing what you said. And that's not gonna, that's, that's what yeah. I call the bandaid approach. And I see this a lot with different psychics and people and stuff. And I purposely don't get into that because then you're just listening to that person and taking away your free will instead of actually following with your own connection to your own higher self which is where you should be getting your information from in the first place. <laughs> it's, uh, it's just obviously most people don't have that, that mechanism of the higher self turned on. So that's what it takes. And I understand there's a lot of programming, a lot of fear behind that. And once you get past all that and just accept and trust those weird intuitive voices and actually just go for it, even though it's weird or doesn't matter how profound it might seem, when you take action on it, that's when the universe is like, oh, wow she's doing this. He's doing it. Awesome. Cool. Let's, let's give her some more breadcrumbs to follow, you know? Yeah. So it kind of takes you taking action in order to get those results. It's not just like a thinking process, you know? Yeah. I tell people to ask one question a day. So like, what do you want to know from your higher self? What do you want guidance on? Ask one question a day 
and then let it go, you will have the knowing answer by the end of the day and you will have cultivated it all on your own. It's like, prove me wrong. Try that every day. Just it'll happen. It always happens. It'll never not happen. Mm -hmm. And that's the muscle, you know? It's true. And that muscle needs to be worked out. Um, You know, I follow a lot of uh, different lineages and different things. And that's something that is always brought up is the willpower, right? Being a muscle in particular. And I think Mm -hmm. when people have that attitude, it it denotes that you have to work it out, you know? And obviously the comfort is the thing that's killing that muscle. And it's not, you know, it's being depleted. So once you have that willpower and determination, you can't be stopped. It doesn't matter what level of programming is out there, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Cool. Well, let's, let's just get, send people into some just resources for them to take their journey to the next level. You know, it's just um, mm-hmm. something I feel like people know about CBD. I feel like people know about cannabis and different things. Psilocybin is obviously making its uh, way as far as the legitimacy, which is cool just to see it, you know, in more of a format that is, um, you know, not this weird street deal type of thing, you know, drug dealer energy, you know, it's getting way beyond that into this healing, you know, medicine type of, you know, state as it should be. So uh, besides those, just anything that, you know, toss out there for people that they can take advantage of that they, you know, might not have heard of before that, that you're into. Okay. Um, Hmm. Well, Right now, I'm super into listening to Cryon. I don't know if you're tapped into Cryon, but he's mm-hmm. been dropping some epic evolutionary downloads. So that's a fun 20 to 30 minute attunement that I find awesome and free on YouTube. Another one is, you know, Nassim Harriman? That sounds familiar. Yeah. Epic, epic, epic. Probably the leader in quantum physics right now. So right when lockdown hit, it was like March or April, 2020, he launched resonance science program and Mm -hmm. it was a free online physics course taught by him and his colleagues all on quantum physics. And if you take that online course, you will be a multidimensional being by the end. So uh, that's resonance science from Nassim. And then in regards to the medicine, I just uploaded right before we got on i did a channel meditation from the spirit of psilocybin guiding people on how to take a microdose of psilocybin via I mean, you're going to physically take it but also to listen to this meditation while you're taking it so it's like a ceremony and mm-hmm. then i do an attunement where i link people to the spirit of psilocybin and get them vibrationally aware of how to kind of communicate and get guidance from that energy for themselves Mm-hmm. And guide people through this journey of how they can amplify and shape light via working with psilocybin microdose capsules. So I make a capsule line. You can also make your own capsule line very easily. But I think if you have this other perspective while you're working with such a powerful medicine, what you can have transpire for yourself in terms of you know, awareness, growth, or consciousness accelerating it's huge and the energy is so supportive for it right now i mean i'm finding like light languages coming in through these meditations and i'll take my i call them love drops i'll take my capsule and i'll i'll hold it and i'll do my meditation and i'll connect and then i'll take it and then i'll do another 10 minutes and i'm literally creating like an intentional sphere of connection between me and the medicine 
-hmm. And it makes, um, it allows for having the medicine be a multidimensional experience where you're not just going to your medicine cabinet and ingesting a pill and then you're running to work, yeah. but you're allowing it, it, you're allowing yourself to open the spiritual doors to these different earth medicines, which is really fun. Yeah. So I love what you said with the word ceremony and then just ritual. Like those are the key words there that I, that I got because that's what's needed with all of this. That's kind of missing. I can confess in the beginning, it was a party thing and it just happened and there you go. And then later on in life, things got a little more serious after getting introduced to yoga and meditation. And as far as bringing into more of a, a, a ritual aspect with this and meditation and your intention and getting into your exact results and getting this insight, you know, instead of going in for just some high or some effect, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So that's to me the, the difference or the evolution of it. That's obviously happening as people get these profound experiences and then try to wrap their 3d brain around it. It's just not going to happen. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So cool. Where can um, people find you? Just uh, plug your website and just all the cool stuff you're doing on social media so people can find you. Okay. Um, so white Fox nectars, that's my CBD and herbal alchemy line. And then naked star seed, that's going to be the lifestyle movement. That's going to have a bunch of my videos present. And then my personal website is scarletraven.com S C A R L E T R A V I N.com. And that's where it describes my sessions. Um, I'm not taking any new coaching clients, but you can read about different stuff that I offer. And then psilocybin love medicine is going to be my psilocybin website. And that's going to share more about um, messages. It's going to give you information to maps and just different resources for you. If you want to connect with these other elements of psilocybin and then also read about alchemy and that kind of stuff. And then my vape website <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it's all good. Yeah. A lot of good stuff to uh, take advantage of. <laughs> uh, is whitefoxatmospheres.com. And that cool. will show all the ancient Ayurvedic formulations that I do with the cannabis. Sweet. Sweet. Yeah. I'll put all the links to in the description and the show notes and all that stuff to make it easy for everybody. And I know you're doing so many amazing things. I'm doing the same thing. Trust me. I got like 10 or 12 irons in the fire right now. And <laughs> It's the same thing. I'm also a dad. I'm also building my own wow. house. I'm building a time. I, I just got the land. We're doing this and then um, doing all the things right now. I'm in my um, outdoor bathroom slash studio slash laundry room <laughs> right now. And it's all the space I have. But I've been living in the van before that to make all of this happen. And it's just been a beautiful journey. So it's just nice to connect with somebody who's on the same path. And finally, um, I look at this as like, we've gone through that and now it's our time to share and bring these gifts to the world, you know, and that's, that's just a really cool place to be. So just thank yeah. you for doing that and, and having the courage to, to do it. You know? Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. It was so yeah. nice to meet you and I love your backdrop. It feels very real. I think it's awesome. Super real, super wild jungle right here behind me, most <laughs> isolated Island in the world right here. And this is, yeah. Um, my happy place, definitely. So I'm very happy to share that with others. And then eventually, yeah, that's my intention is to offer retreats and to make people have that experience for themselves. Cause that's what it was for me. Honestly, it was, uh, what was it? 2011, right after Alaska 
Uh, I got certified as a yoga teacher and then flew here and, you know, first time living in an ashram setting, meditating every day at 5am, walking in the garden, picking the greens for the smoothie every day. Like that was the first time where that happened. And I got like activated to a level that I just can't describe to people. And that's all I want to do is bring people here to, you know, share that same thing. Because once you have that lifestyle, it's really hard to go back to the whole, you know, coffee grind and, you know, craziness from the matrix. So I know it's um, out there. It's just that experience is honestly the most important part. So that's what I want to offer to to everybody. So that's the end goal. Yeah. Me too. We're twinning right now. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, awesome. I don't want to take too much of your time. Enjoy the rest of your day. Thanks again for coming on the show. Thank you so much. All right.